An exciting hockey weekend last Friday and Saturday at the Mountain America Center. It was a homecoming weekend for both the Spud Kings and the ISU Bengals, who hosted their first homestand of the 2023-2024 season. And what a homestand for both teams. Both won. The Spud Kings defeated the Rock Springs Grizzlies six goals to four, bringing their record to three and two for this very young season. The ISU Bengals played their first ever home game on Friday, defeating the Utah County Blizzard by a score of eight goals to five. The team swept the blizzards on Saturday with a score of 5-4 to, to even their record for the season to 2-2. Next for the Spud Kings will be a visit by the Utah Outliers to the Mountain America Center this coming Saturday at 7 p.m. The Bengals will resume their season October 21st, hosting the Utah State Aggies at the Mountain America Center at 7 p.m. Oh, and don't forget, this week there will be a special treat for all hockey fans at the Mountain America Center as the Utah Grizzlies skate against the Idaho Steelheads on what should be an exciting evening of hockey on Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th? Ooh, spooky. As you can see, hockey is quickly becoming the sport to watch in eastern Idaho, with two teams that have quickly developed a faithful following. Now, this week, I'd like to introduce you to coach Mitch Craven of ISU and get his insights on the Bengals' historic start at home this past week, as well as what lies ahead for the team. Mitch, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, a little bit about your first season with the ISU Bengals. So I'm one of the uh, coaches for uh, Idaho State University's hockey team this year. Um, my specialty, I've been coaching for quite a few years at a bunch of different levels. My specialty, um, along with Coach Nettle, is uh, running offense as well as special teams. Year one for the ISU hockey program. You are four games into the season and you are two and two. You just played your first two home games ever. How does it feel to have your first home stand in your first season and sweep in front of your home fans? With our first home stand, having won both those games, uh, it was actually a huge morale booster for us, um, especially the way the first weekend went in Utah. Seeing the growth of the boys has been incredible. Uh, as we, we've been very limited on ice time, this is a very new program. So all, every one of these kids, it's their first time playing together at this level. And to watch them come together the, the way they did after just one weekend was absolutely incredible. And frankly, it was really, really fun. And I think the, the community had a great time coming out and supporting us as well. Coach, where to from here? From here, we're going to continue to grow and work and develop what we're trying to do with these boys. Um, our focus is nothing complicated. We're just going to focus on executing a very diff a very basic uh, skill set and scheme. And it's been uh, really encouraging to see these young athletes pick up with what we've been working with them on. And the chemistry that they're developing has been absolutely incredible to watch. What would you say at this point is the strongest aspect of the team? 
The strength of the team right now, um, honestly, is the camaraderie that they have and the passion for the game. We have a lot of work to do on skill set and just developing exactly what we want to do as a team. But the way these guys have come together and the passion they have, not only for the game, but for this team, for the university, for what they're building here has shown us some intangibles that have been tremendous for us to work on as we continue to develop specific skills and, and game sets. No doubt you have a challenging rest of the season with more established programs on your schedule. How is the team preparing to meet that challenge on and off the ice? Well, with the difficulty coming up with the season, both on and off the ice, uh, fortunately for the off ice stuff, the support the community has given has been quite surprising and and very. Um, it, it's been it's been amazing, honestly. the The amount of support we have from people top to bottom, hockey people, university people, and people who have nothing to do with any of this, the way they've championed and got on board with supporting the development of this team. With the on-ice stuff, we, we have not, um, we've not held any punches with talking to these guys. They know that we are short bench. We have a very uh, limited roster this year with uh, late development of this team. Um, recruiting's been difficult, but the strength and the character that they've had knowing that it's going to be tough. And we tell them this is a character building year uh, for us. And this is this is where it all starts uh, with that attitude, um, with that um, uh, transparency. We're going out and we're winning the individual battles. We're trying to win every shift. And if we don't win that shift, it's get right back on the horse and go win the next one. And with that attitude, again, we've just seen tremendous progress. And I think it's just, again, it's going to be difficult, but we're going to continue to grow and develop and win the small battles until we're, we're ready to really compete at this level. Mitch, what do you say to a prospect who may be considering coming and playing for ISU that is to say, becoming part of a brand new program. I think some of the biggest recruiting factors that we would have if I'm talking to a, a prospect, first and foremost, I'm a, I'm a transplant to Idaho just in the last couple of years coming up from Utah where, where I grew up and played as well. And, and I loved Utah, but there is something special about Southeast Idaho. So just, just being here is amazing. The, the university has been exceptionally supportive of this new team. Something that, and I, I've been around the um, ACHA for, for quite a few years, played in it myself, and the level of support that we're getting from the university is something that I have never seen before, or even heard of before. And, and that is a huge um, encouraging factor as we continue to grow this. And then um, the other side is you're, what we tell the boys this year, you're part of history. For the next three to five years, this is all developing a legacy and the camaraderie and the experiences that you would have, that these potential prospects would have as an athlete will be something that they will cherish and learn from forever. I was in a similar situation when I played and my relationship with my teammates from those first couple seasons uh, 20 years later is, is absolutely 
strong as steel and and really, really fun even in our old age. Well, so far, you've earned the loyalty of ISU fans and hockey fans in East Idaho in general. What would you say to them about how they've responded to your program? First and foremost, I need to thank all the um, d- reaching out to those in the community. Um, first and foremost, I would say thank you for all the support we've we've received before. It's it's unparalleled to anything that I've seen or heard of in the past for a brand new program like this. Um, continuing to grow this program, not only are we growing ISU, we're trying to grow the sport of hockey. We're trying to grow the community here. We've seen it happen with with other sports, other activities. So we just continue to ask for your continued support. Come out to the games. We're obviously looking for sponsorships and other things to help support these student athletes and all the commitment that they're getting. Right now, there's no scholarship. They're we're, we're working really hard to be able to uh, to support their hockey tuition, uh, to be able to support ice time and equipment and whatnot. So we're obviously looking for that. But the biggest thing that we would say is come out and support us at the games. We have a beautiful arena at the Mountain America Center. Um, participate in the fun stuff we do, the raffles, the the auctions, the chuck-a-pucks. Um, support our sponsors that we already have. But all we can ask is for continued support and help us grow not only this team, but grow this game and grow this community. And we're excited to be part of it. Coach, thanks for your time and for joining us on this podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it. I also spoke to team captain Dusty Gardner prior to the team's practice at the Tapas Park Ice Arena. He shared his assessment of the season so far and what waits ahead for the historic squad from Pocatello. Dusty, you are the team captain, and as I understand it, one of the forces behind putting this team together. How did you convince others to follow your lead and take this idea of establishing a hockey program at ISU from inception to reality? So yeah, summer of 22 is when this all started. I decided that this was something that I felt the community needed. So I began the process of putting this team together and looking for players, trying to find guys who could play at this level. The next guy that came through was my buddy Kendall Olson. We had played high school together, so I knew him pretty well. And he got on board pretty close to instantly and started helping find bags and gear and more players. And, and then it just kept snowballing from Kendall, it went to Christian Netto. And then from there, it went to Clayton Rohner. And, and they all had a part in bringing these guys together. So really, it's been a very homegrown operation in that regard bunch of guys who you know we all know each other from playing hockey through the years and we've all played some higher levels of hockey and wanted to keep playing higher levels of hockey so we made this goal and and here we are now accomplishing our goal and playing some hockey just last friday you played your first home game ever in front of your fans how did that feel for you and for your teammates it felt awesome playing our first home games playing that homestand against the Utah County Blizzard, playing in front of our fans. It was great to have the community support and have everyone coming out to see us. I mean, there's nothing better than playing in front of the home crowd, especially being able to win in front of the home crowd. I mean, that's huge. So we were super stoked, super excited. And I mean, just to meet the fans, meet the community and and be a part of that, you really can't beat it. You still have an exciting but long road ahead this season. What are your expectations? Our expectations, we want to see improvement every single game. We're starting to get to a point where we're really gelling as a team. We're moving the puck good and, and we're seeing each other. We're getting, and we're making some progress. 
So we're really wanting to win a few games that we got coming up here. I mean, if we could win against Utah State and some, some other teams that are close to us, that'd be a huge boost going into next season. We've got a road trip to Wyoming that we'd really like to have some wins and have some success on. So really, this season sets the tone for next season. So if we can show guys that we're here and being competitive, that we're not just you know a bunch of pushovers, but we're here to play some hockey, that's really the ultimate goal. So that's what we want to see for the rest of the season is just show guys that we're here to compete, show the community that we're here to compete, and have a successful season moving into next year. You and your teammates are making history. Are you aware of that? We are aware that we're making history, but we try to keep focused on our goals and keep focused on the next game ahead of us. I mean, we got a good group of guys here and, and we're having great times together. We're having some good games. So we are aware of the fact that we're making history, but we're trying to stay focused on what's going on and, and not let that get to us too much and just play some good hockey. Dusty, thanks for taking time to talk to us. Thank you. Throughout the season, we would like to offer hockey fans an opportunity to express their views and comments on the Spud Kings and the ISU Bengals hockey programs. This week, our co-host, Andrea Todd, spoke to Michael Joseph Walker, a Spud Kings season ticket holder, about the fan experience in East Idaho. Andrea? We just wanted to get a little uh, information from you, talk to you a little bit about some of the Eastern Idaho hockey experience that we've been able to have over the last year. And um, so as a hockey fan, how has watching hockey here at home enhanced your, your fandom? So it's been so great to have, you know, minor league hockey here in town. And um, we're so excited to see the, the, the level increase with the Spud Kings this year to NCDC. But um what I was going to say is, you know, I, I was a Kraken fan before. I was new to hockey as far as, you know, I'm not a lifelong hockey fan. I played a little bit of roller hockey, but, you know, not not like a lifelong hockey fan. But when the Kraken came around, that's when I got to be a huge fan. And then, like, just after becoming a, a bigger, a, a, well, a pretty big Kraken fan, I've been to several games in the last two seasons. Um, then they announced the Spud Kings, and I immediately got season tickets and spent the last season doing so much, going to so many games. I, I think I sold just a few games, like when I had family events and stuff. And the experience is so great. And then the announcement of Idaho State University having um, um, ACHE or ACHA um, hockey and uh, to have that in town as well at the mountain America center. It's so amazing. And, you know, I went to hockey games in college at Western Washington university um, when they had a team. And then, you know, when I was at UVU and BYU down, down in Utah, and they have quite a few teams down there. So having the spud Kings, having, having, um, you know, not being very far, you know, having the Alaska airlines announce the direct flight from Idaho falls to Seattle to go to, to, to go to the Kraken games. And then also our close flight to the golden Knights down in, in Vegas, which is my number two NHL team has been great, but to have hockey at home, you know, I went to Jackson hole moose many years ago and that's the closest, that was the closest, you know, team to us before, but it's nothing like having 4,100 sellout crowd fans in the mountain America center and to see everybody I know in the community, um, at the games. I mean, every night I see some of my friends, 
um, either, you know, so, uh, fellow season ticket holders who I'm already pretty close friends with. And, and that's just enhanced that, but also even just on different nights, you see different people, you know, and to have a, such a cool mascot and to have such a great team and have such community and to, to be able to, I have great seats. I'm right at center ice. I could keep talking about this question forever. Andre. <laughs> center ice. Mine are a little further than that, but why do you think Eastern Idaho has taken to hockey? We've had youth hockey here for decades and it's been um, a labor of love for them because there hasn't been a lot of ice and ice time is a premium, but um, outside of that, we haven't had a major league sport close. We've had minor league hockey still four hours away, but why do you think that it has been so successful for Eastern Idaho and, and to cup uh, to write on that, where do you think it'll take us in the next few years? So those are some excellent questions. So first um, I went to Steelhead's games four hours away. You could also go to Grizzly games. And I did, do, I did go to a couple of those in Utah again, really small Jackson Hole moose. Um, but um, it wasn't top of mind, but I think part of it. So, so this has always been a hockey town. The rink locally was open from 5am to 2am for various different activities on the ice. So you had early morning figure skating and then you had people playing rec hockey until two in the morning so, I mean, this has been a hockey town. I think also, you know, you think about the weather here and to have something super awesome that you can do indoors besides skiing and, and snowboarding indoors, indoors, right? Um, that's why people got so excited. The tickets have been flying off. Uh, I mean, they're sold out already. I mean, people are reselling their tickets. Um, there's a couple onesie twosies, you know, s- seats in the arena left for some of the games, but yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I think this town is, is just far enough away from Salt Lake and just far enough away from Boise that there's a little isolation. But if you really think about the region, if you're looking from Jackson um, up to Butte or even not that far, if you, go, if you go up north to Rexburg and just down south to Pocatello even, you're still looking at 250,000 people, right? They're hungry for things to do here. And we're often forgotten, even though we have actually some economic power and some economic growth. I'd love to see minor league hockey. I think, I think that Boise can sustain an NHL team, but um, it, maybe it's not a large enough market. But I, I think Salt Lake certainly can. And, um, and I think there's an excitement and enthusiasm about minor league hockey here, and it's something great to do. We have, uh, you know, we have baseball in the summer, but there's a lot of things to do in the summertime, right? This place is great in the summer and it's great in the winter, but there's not a lot of indoor activities and there's not a lot of things to get excited about as a community. And hockey also, it's as exciting as basketball, maybe more so because there's so much action. The rink is so small. Some people, they don't like soccer because, you know, there's not a lot of scoring, but see hockey, you can see everything and you can, you can feel the energy, you know, and, and it's easy to learn the rules. It's easy to learn the, the, to, to become a fan and it's easy to get something to get excited about it. Um, and it's, and it's, I think it's fun for everyone. Um, and I think that uh, it's something that you can get a lot of different ages excited about. Um, this is about giving players opportunities to, to eventually play in college 
uh, with the Spud Kings and to, to get some exposure. And so that's really great for them. Um, and it can build, you know, other programs um, in the USPHL. And um, I also think that um, the future is, is really bright for it because it's, it's something fun. I think, I, I, I mean, you could, you could see something growing from Salt Lake and displacing then then needing another arena and, and you could even have a bigger minor league system here i mean again there were 26 home games last year and we sold out 24 of the 26 and the two that weren't were early season when it was just catching on and they still almost sold out they were still at like something like 3800 or 3900 seats and that's in the first season but what an exciting thing to get behind and who doesn't want to root for the home team I think it's been a tremendous way to showcase Idaho Falls. It has led many to go in the direction of take a look at us. We are more than just a stop off in between Salt Lake and Jackson Hole. And we have many things to offer in addition to we're a fantastic place to be. Uh, So there's so much there that I think that uh, we will only see things progress. And it's exciting that this is part of it. So just as a final thing, Mike, if you could talk to the NHL and they would listen, (laughs) although it's possible because TikTok has really opened up a lot of doors that way. But if you could talk to the NHL, what would you tell them about Idaho Falls specifically? So Idaho Falls is a hockey town and it's been a hockey town for years and, and it's exciting. I mean, we would love to have like a minor league team that's feeding into the NHL. That's, that's kind of a dream. We have the steelheads right in Boise and Boise is a much larger market, but to have something like, like the Coachella Valley Firebirds that are the feeder team for the Kraken. I mean, how exciting is that? Um, but you know, we, we, we will be loyal, right? You know, if you, if you had a minor league team in Idaho falls, I promise you, we, the evidence is there. I mean, we, we, we have sold out in the first year of our own, a uh, junior hockey minor league USBHL lowest level last year. It's, it's NCDC now, but it was the lowest level last year. And we sold out, uh, all those games. I mean, they made money, right? And they were paying for their, their, to play their uh, that that level of hockey. I mean, they're not now, but uh, and I think it's an exciting season. Plus, I mean, Idaho Falls is such a close community for for if if you, if they, let's say the NHL did a Salt Lake expansion, could you imagine you could just have uh, you could have a minor league team in Idaho Falls for a Salt Lake based NHL team, and Salt Lake could absolutely support an NHL team if they're worried about market size. Salt Lake is a fantastic market. Boise is a great one too. And I would support an NHL team either way. I'm always going to be a Kraken fan, and I'm always going to be a Golden Knights fan. But I think if Salt Lake or Boise had a team, I think I'd go pretty crazy for that team. We would take a minor league team, feeder team to Salt Lake, just three hours up the road. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> well, Mike, thank you so much. We I appreciate this, and uh, this has been great. Um, you are a true hockey fan, and... It's only the beginning of this year's this season, so there's so much more hockey to be had. So um, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for yeah. inviting me. And we'll um, we'll uh, we'll have you back again. I love it. See you soon, Andrea Michael. What a wonderful interview.
truly, truly insightful. For my part, I spoke briefly to another committed hockey fan, Sonny Hawes, who shared his excitement about the impact both teams are having in our area. Last year at the, at the local rink at the Otto Falls Zoo, there was a flyer around, and then all of a sudden it just happened, and it, it, it's just so exciting, and it's just really neat to see hockey take off in this area, and, and we're really excited for ISU to have a team. Things got real quick. Like now there's, there's something that is real, that is achievable. Like hard work can pay off, and you can go to Pocatello and play hockey and extend your career further than just the local 12U 14U Midget Bantam. What I would like to say to the team is thank you, and you have our support in every way, shape, and form. Well, that's it for this podcast. We invite you to tune in again next week. And don't forget to leave your thoughts and your commentaries with us. We would love to hear from you. For now, this is George Mena with Andrea Todd saying until next week on the Crashing the Net podcast on the Idaho Hockey Network.